All he's done in these movies so far is fuck women. He fuck women. He's drink martinis. Yes, he's not done shit. I don't think James Bond has ever been to a cutting anniversary store. It's not very fun. easily distracted drunk pussy hound. Sean Connery has been drinking and smoking <laughs> and partying for so fucking long. James Bond is not a good man. Alright, so thoughts on Dr. No was was really, really fucking funny. <laughs> Dr. No was really fucking funny, man. I would watch that again. Not a comedy, by the way, for the listeners. What does it not matter, man? Uh, would, it, it's, it's about a replay. No, 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 just it, say, right? you know, just for effect, right? Just yeah. like, yeah, like Dr. No, not a comedy, but, uh, you know. But I forgot to pull up the uh, summary here. Right? Watching, uh, watching Dr. No, 60 years into the future. If you're listening to this in, nine, what year did it come out, 63? 62. If you're listening to this in 1962, this is 60 years in the future. 58 years in the future. 59. 60. Yeah, we'll say 60. I don't know. Yeah, I'm the movie good. was really good. Yeah. It's fun. I, I just love those... I love old movies like that just because it's like... I mean, we were sitting there watching it. A lot of it is just fucking preposterous. Cause, I mean, just... You know, they come in and get washed off from radiation. And they just, like, give them one brush. And like, did it work? No. Okay, send them to the showers. And it's like... I don't know, somebody needs to tell these people that, you know, it's showers a, don't get rid of radiation. It was a five-minute decontamination scene that really just... Yeah. It, it pulled all the punches. It was like, we don't know what contamination is like. You don't know what contamination is like, so... Use some soap and water. You should be fine. Exactly, yeah. It's pretty much like the, how foreign all of that was to them in the 1960s was how foreign, like, space shit is us to... to you know, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if we were to see a movie on Mars... Like, for example, we're watching The Martian. 80% of that movie is, you know, not scientifically accurate, right? Sure. It's pretty much like what they were doing in that fucking decontamination room. Right. It's like, they were, they were like, let's throw some Dawn dish soap on them, give them a couple of washes, and then we'll... You know, like the some... ducks in the oil spill? Just throw some <laughs> Dawn on them. Yeah. And they hit him with the fucking beep boop machine, and they're like, eh, nope, you still got some radi radiation on him. Throw his fingernails in there. And he puts, <laughs> <a little fucking laughs> he puts his hands in the thing, slot. Puts his what head. do I do with my feet? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, we're going off the rails already, but yeah, it was fucking, it was good. You want my, you want a hot take on that? It was, it was good. Uh, Very yeah. Good. Like, I just, I like to think of like, while I'm watching it, it's like, okay, so this, back in 62, was the shit, right? Like, Bond was big. This was the first ever I can see why. Bond movie. And I can actually see why, for real, because. And, you know, I mean, court, I mean, this is Wikipedia stats, obviously, but said budget, 1.1 million box office 59 and a half million so what what is that like 590 and a half percent profit that's pretty goddamn that's good. a lot yeah that's pretty so. goddamn good granted I'm bad at math so those numbers might that could not be make it was a million sense, percent it was a million percent well right, I mean like I mean what is it that's not we're not gonna I don't know anyway. of it, buddy they 59 59 times their money yeah I mean that's or I, I don't know, uh, but no, that I mean, that's a that's a super big profit margin. I see, I can see where the million dollars went though. I mean, Sean Connery, you had to pay that guy like probably two hundred fifty thousand dollars to do that movie. What's funny is like Connery is just so like 
he was just like the guy forever, right? You know, like was he? Well, I mean, granted, I, I, I mean, I guess we could look up. What's his, he like? Uh, was he like the Brad? His Pitt? filmography, but six of the first seven Bond movies were Connery, and the Bond movies were huge. You know, yeah. I mean, they're still going on today, right? right it was yeah, the start so. of this. Spy, crazy franchise I would say like the, that's uh, still going on now you know we just had uh, what the No f- Time to Die no is the one that just came that. out back in October-ish I think and yeah so it's just Connery's in that and then you know then he goes on to do like Indiana Jones but he you know he's a little older when he does that that uh, I think the third Indiana Jones movie um, I don't know, dude I don't even know he's in like I think that Red October and shit I don't like know that anything about Sean Connery and then he's just, I mean, he's, he was a big enough pop culture icon that, like, you know, he's being made fun of and, like, like on S- those SNL, SNL Jeopardy yeah, I, skits. I did, see, I did um, see him on that, obviously. Well, that's not him, but. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, how about that, Trebek? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he really does sound like that. He does. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Filmography for uh, Sean Connery, real quick. Dr. No, Goldfinger, Promotion with Love, Thunderball, a movie called The Rock. Uh, oh, yeah, there's this one called Never Say Never Again that I've never, ironically, been <laughs> able to find. Is that a James Bond movie? Yeah. Um, never Say Never Again? Yeah. I just told you not to say that again. What are you doing? <laughs> Diamonds Are Forever, Entrapment, You Only Live Twice. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, The Hunt for Red October, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, The Untouchables. Wow, so okay, so this guy... Highlander, The Name of yeah, yeah, the Rose, dude. First Night, Live... He wasn't in Live and Let Die. Somebody got their shit wrong. That's Roger Moore. Uh, just Cause, Finding Forrester. I mean, the list just Keep goes going. on and on. I mean, this is, this is a high-paid, high-octane actor. This is the beginning of, you know... How old was he? Sean Connery. When, uh, in the making of Dr. No? In the making of Dr. No, how old was Sean Connery? Tell you what. Because he looks 40. Sean Connery birthday. Here we go. 1930. So he was 32 when Dr. No came out in 62. Probably the cigarettes. But he looked older. He looked, He was, well, and that is funny, like, is. You know, you look go through time. Every generation looks like younger at older ages. You know, yeah. yeah. I feel I mean, like I, I know people that are forty five. Now, granted, everybody ages differently. Because yeah, disclaimer. I I, I work disclaimer. I work with some guys, and it's like well, he's like the one dude the other day was like, oh, I'm forty nine. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn you were at least sixty five. <laughs> I mean, you drink enough sugar and. Eating enough red meat, smoking enough cigarettes, smoking enough cigarettes, 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 drinking enough beer. You know, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna age your body prematurely. Yeah, obviously, you know, live fast, die young kind of attitude. So real quick, I'm just gonna read the uh, uh, plot for Doctor No. Here we go. And uh, I see how much this matches up with the actual movie. Right, as I've <laughs> said before, people, you, I'm gonna timestamp this. So if you want to just skip ahead. If you've seen the movie or just don't want to listen to me read, you know, I'll timestamp it. So. Here we go. John Strangways, the station chief of MI6 in Jamaica, is murdered, along with his secretary, by a trio of assassins before his home is ransacked. When news of Strangways' death reaches M, 
The head of MI6, he assigns Intelligence Officer James Bond to investigate the matter and determine if it is related to Strangway's cooperation with the CIA on a case involving the disruption of rocket launchers from Cape Canaveral by radio jamming. When Bond arrives in Jamaica, he is accosted by a man claiming to be a chauffeur sent to collect him, but is, he is, is really an enemy agent sent to kill him. Before Bond can interrogate him, the agent kills himself by biting into a cyanide-laced cigarette. Uh, after visiting Strangway's house, Bond confronts a boatman with whom Strangway's was acquainted. The boatman, named Quarrel, uh, reveals that he is aiding the CIA and introduces Bond to their agent, Felix Leiter, who is also investigating Strangway's death. First iteration of Felix Leiter in the series. You know, uh, what's funny is, the Connery, you know, I'm, now I'm not reading the plot, but Connery series and the, uh, the Craig movies... Mm -hmm. They they mirror each other a lot. Um, oh, okay. In what way? By just so their... the types of stories that are going on and like well and so actually so Doctor No I mean so the James Bond movies are based on uh, the novels written by Ian Fleming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so really the first book that was written was Casino Royale. Okay. Instead of doing Casino Royale, they skipped right ahead to Doctor No, and so I think that the um, the little scene in the casino uh, mm -hmm. when you first meet Bond in this movie it's probably kind of yeah, that homage, homage to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Casino Royale novel, and then obviously get, Casino Royale gets made later when it's Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig. Yeah. and so that's your intro to Dan uh, James Bond with the Daniel Craig yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spectre's brought back up in uh, the Daniel Craig series. It's not really a, thing. a big thing. And uh, I don't think... Now I could be wrong. Obviously, it's been a while since I've watched every movie, which is kind of my goal in starting this, is yeah. I want to go through and just review every movie yeah. of the Bond series, because I just think that'd be cool. Yeah. But I don't think that they mention Spectre in any of the other villains. Uh, that's cool. I mean, that's like, cool they're not a villain in any of the other Bond movies, like the Roger Moore and... Pierce Brosnan and, and the other guys. The other guys. Yeah. The other guys. When did the... Oh, I do not remember him. So I know we're off the rails. Like it's when they're... When he has the dinner with him. Oh. And he calls him... fucking like... Calls him stupid nine times. Jesus, man. In the same like, sit down. Well, he, yeah. See, he lost me. He's fucking sitting there. His monologue, like, he's doing a great job. You know, the actor is doing a great job, but I'm, I'm fucking lost. Because he's fucking mumbling. Yeah. Barely moving his mouth. Yeah. I just kind of got lost, honestly. So. Well, it's an old, yeah, the old, like, this This is the kind of movie, like, an old movie, like, this is the kind of thing that put on and, like, take a nap. Yeah. Like, I, there's nothing better than falling asleep to, like, golf, yeah. baseball. Uh, me TV. Me this TV would, this would is, me TV. yeah, this would yeah. be on me TV, like, fall asleep to something like this in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Come in and find your, like, drunk aunt falling asleep to this. Uh, <laughs> love you. Love you, auntie. Uh, so Bond learned from Felix that the CIA traced the radio jamming signal to Jamaica and that Strangways was helping to pinpoint its exact origin. Quirrell reveals that before Strangways died, the pair collected mineral samples from an island called Crab Key, where people are forbidden to go. Upon finding a receipt from a local geologist, Professor R.J. Dent, Bond makes inquiries with him about the samples and Crab Key, but is suspicious of his answers when he claims the samples checked out as normal. Following the meeting, Dent travels to Crab Key to meet its reclusive owner, for whom he works, to inform him of Bond's visit. Under strict instructions, Dent attempts to have Bond killed with a tarantula. 
However, Bond kills the spider and sets a trap for Dent. When the geologist arrives, Bond holds him at gunpoint, revealing that he believed Dent was asked to check Strangway's samples to see if they were radioactive before killing him. After checking Quarrel's boat with a Geiger counter, Bond determines that Strangways must have suspected that the radio jamming was coming from Cra Crab Key and so convinces Quarrel to take him out there. The following day after arriving, Bond meets Honey Ryder, a shell diver. When armed guards arrive in a boat, Bond and Quarrel take Ryder with them and escape into the swamp. At nightfall, the group encounter a flamethrower-equipped tank disguised as a dragon to deter locals, which kills Quarrel. Bond and Ryder are captured and taken to a hidden base whereupon they are swiftly put into decontamination due to the swamp being contaminated with radiation. After being led to private quarters set up for them, they are rendered unconscious with drugged coffee. Upon awakening, the pair are escorted to dine with the base's owner, Dr. No, a Chinese-German criminal scientist who has prosthetic metal hands due to radiation exposure. Bond learns that Dr. No was a former member of a Chinese crime tong until he stole 10 million in gold, and now works for the secret organization Spectre, special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Uh, the radio jamming being conducted by Dr. No is being planned to disrupt the Project Mercury space launch at Cape Canaveral using a radio beam which he states will be a demonstration of Spectre's power. When Bond refuses to join Spectre, Dr. No has Ryder taken away and Bond imprisoned. However, Bond manages to escape his cell through an air vent and disguises himself as a worker before infiltrating the base's control center. Bond discovers that the radio beam being prepared to disrupt the launch is powered by a nuclear pool reactor and overloads it as the launch commences. Dr. No attempts to stop him, but falls into the reactor pool and is boiled alive. As the base's personnel evacuate, Bond frees Ryder before the two escape the island by boat, moments before the base is destroyed. Felix finds the pair adrift at sea after their boat runs out of fuel and has them towed to safety by a Royal Navy ship. However, as Ryder passionately kisses him, Bond lets go of the tow rope to embrace her. I was very confused at the end when he let go of that fucking tow rope. Right. They went through all this trouble to throw him the tow rope, and then no more than a minute later, you fucking. Plus, you just got done doing it too. Like it, they had just got done. He was wrapping up whatever they were doing on that boat. They were wrapping it up. I think. Well, I think she stood up like that because they were interrupting. You know, where she like put her foot on the bow. She's like, oh yeah. Ah! Yeah, right, yeah. So she was upset that, you know, they fucking interrupted their... Was my understanding. Because otherwise... Salty lovemaking. Because otherwise, why does he let go, right? I don't know. He's a, he's a horny mess is what he is. He sexed three ladies in this movie. You had the, uh, the girl... The casino. The gal, uh, casino gal... The, and the uh, the the, the gal the who, cultural appropriation cultural appropriation <laughs> uh, Asian lady Doctor yeah. knows cultural appropriation too well, I mean, that like, dude definitely I was. can kind of like see okay it. if you're Chinese German sure right I can see why maybe he was like, it's kind of fucked up that back in the day in the sixties was like well who's the bad guy the Chinese and the Germans Chinese and German <laughs> perfect yeah I mean like he's got he's got to be one of the best villains of all time. I mean, that's fucking cool. Like, he's a Chinese-German super genius with, with, with robot hands. Right. I mean, this dude... This dude's badass. He's like Darth fucking Vader. Yeah. <laughs> if he was Chinese and German. If he was Chinese and German. Yeah. It's really don't have China and Germany in uh, space. Uh, I think that's Hoth. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So you had you had comment on the, the opening... Of yeah, the movie, I right? did comment on the opening of the movie. I mean, for 1960 standards, I'm sure that was fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Right. Super iconic. You know the you know da 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 da, and then the fucking 
crosshairs. <laughs> yeah, whatever you call the silhouettes I, and shit. I think you're you know? looking through the barrel. Right, yeah, you're okay, yeah, you're looking through the barrel. I think. I see. Okay. But And then that's where the blood comes from and whatnot. I think it's the barrel of another gun that you're looking through. Was okay. was my was has always been my thought process with it yeah. where you're cut, somebody's looking to get him and then yeah, Vaughn walks by right. and he's like oh yeah got yeah, you yeah. first right yeah you know because that's blonde he, yeah, gets, that's he always blonde. gets he you gets, he gets you first he gets you first but yeah it's uh it was fucking super iconic it is like they should have probably had an epilepsy warning in epilepsy the warning yeah because yeah, yeah. it was a lot of bright lights and colors and i'm not sure they knew what epilepsy was in 62 though you know that's something to think uh, about i mean should i google that one was epilepsy discovered <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, like, uh... When was epilepsy a thing? That, yeah, I do kind of want to know that. Do you think, like... Do you think back in the 60s people were just having these seizures? And the oldest like, known detailed record of the condition itself is in the Psychiku... Psychiku? A Babylonian cuneiform oh, medical Dude, text from 1067 okay. to 10... That doesn't help. 46 BC. That doesn't help. I mean, like... This text gives signs and symptoms, details... Treatment and likely outcomes, and describes many features of different seizure types. When did epilepsy first appear? Here we go. Here we go. Epileptic seizure have been yeah. recognized for millennia. Millennia, uh, get out. One of, here. of the earliest descriptions of a secondary generalized tonic-clonic seizure was recorded over three thousand years ago okay. in Mesopotamia. Fine, whatever. I it was mean, absolutely epilepsy treated in the nineteen twenties to mimic the metap. I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Like, um, well, I'll say this though. If how about this? If we knew epilepsy was this big of a fucking issue, yeah, we shouldn't be showing because this this show right here, holy guacamole, man, that really needed at least a warning. I'm sure somebody out there has been like, oh, doctor, no, doctor, no, They're like, hey, you make sure you have those seizures and check right. And he's like, no, don't worry, it's only bright lights. This is this is James Bond. <laughs> <It's> James Bond. <laughs> And, no lights uh, here. Yeah, no lights here. And it was pretty non-glamour, you know, gritty. No, it was fucking the brightest lights you could think of. Red, blue, green. So, yeah, but super iconic. Just needed a little warning sign there. And they transitioned into the Three Blind Mice song. You know? Almost seamlessly, which I was a and little then, confused uh, on at first, honestly, because they, do, they go... They go, and, you know, obviously there's movies from the fucking... The nineteen, the eighteen thirties. So, I thought that the three blind mice. I thought that was just like a, a jam from back then. Like sure. Maybe, oh, that's why we like this song because back in the sixties, like fucking bomb. Fucking everyone was listening to three blind mice. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it, it just had a. It, it was a plot device. It was a plot device. Indeed, takes you into three blind men. Not a bad right. technique. That was to try to assassinate someone. No one's. No one's suspicious of three blind dudes walking around, right? I would immediately be suspicious of three oh, blind Oh, yeah, because you've watched Dr. No. no. I don't... No, are you serious right now? Three blind people walking down the street right now. Together. Together. <laughs> in tandem. Like, this is not... They were They were in fucking unison. They were fucking, like... They were, like, in, in step. That's fair. Yeah. All right, so maybe we should be suspicious. I think we should be more suspicious of blind people. We meet Bond for the first time in a casino, mm-hmm. or at least a casino-ish vibe, right? I mean, it was a casino, like a fucking... Probably what a casino was in 62, right? I mean, not like a Vegas casino. Dude, what was the world maybe... like back then, though? I mean, I, I, guess, I honest, guess it was man, a London just... casino, right? You know? It's kind of... Like... It's probably like a combination, like, 
gentlemen's club. Well, gentlemen's club typically refers to a strip club, I suppose. But like, yeah, well, there was ladies there, so but not like, like a, you know, not stripper ladies, but like ladies. a Vegas type of you know Vegas and London. Vegas, like a, London's Vegas. Las Vegas meets London meets a Columbus strip club. But not there were no strippers though. I mean, were there though? We don't know. I mean, I didn't see any. In the I'd shots. like to imagine there were. Okay, that's fair. Let's go ahead and imagine this place as a, let's, uh, like a fucking like a Jeffrey Epstein type island, but for adults. Good, 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 good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably somewhat of an ode to the Casino Royale uh, book because that was actually the first book, and and then Doctor No. So, if I had to guess. You know, I, I don't know. It's probably not a fact, but you know, I imagine that's what they're what they're doing there. And then, so he obviously gets called in to uh, to M's office. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a mission. Yeah, right. You know what's going on. We started. I'll be honest. We started like fifteen minutes in, right? right? So like, I do remember this, but I don't remember the conversation at all. Okay. Like I just remember him going and seeing him. He had something to say about. About his Beretta. About his Beretta. Uh-huh. Yeah, like he took his gun from him. Yeah, gave him a di- gave him a better gun. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know a lot about guns, so that me either. But just funny thing, if you do pay attention to that scene, if you go back and watch it, you know he walks away, right, and he just grabs the box off the off the desk, and he walks towards the door, and then he goes double seven, leave the Beretta, and he turns back around, and the gun, he's holding the gun under the box. But he definitely didn't have the gun before when he picked up the box. So it was one of those just, like, continuity things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So he wasn't he wasn't holding the gun when he first picked up the box. But, but now, then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, Bond leave the Beretta. He turns around. Oh, caught me. You caught me. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, like, like we talked about most of the movie, uh, 60s movies. A lot of it's preposterous, right? Gotta love fight scenes in old movies. Yeah, the... Like, just, like, kind of like the stop action shit, where... What, what I'm guessing is what it is. Because I, I looked over and over on the internet, like, typed it in different ways. I can't figure out how the scenes were filmed in this, but I'm imagining it's something like, okay, pose here, and pose here, and then pose here, and then, like... Yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh, you like you look where it just like fast forwards style of right. Like I, I would think it's kind of like a stop action. Yeah, I think kind of filming. You got to remember, this is a one point one million dollar budget, which I mean, a lot of money in sixty two. Probably a lot of money. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking that like the people that were thinking, Mr. Broccoli, the director behind this movie, Broccoli. Mr. Yeah. Broccoli was probably. I don't want to say like, I don't want to say amateur, but everyone back in the nineteen sixties was probably pretty amateur. When it came to like, or pretty innovative when it came to like new technologies. That that would be a nicer way to say it. Pretty innovative, yeah. right? Because like they didn't probably there probably wasn't like a set way to film a fight scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were still trying to figure it the fuck out. Right. And all the fight scenes weren't that way, you know. But like that very first fight scene where you know he confronts the driver, it's like a like, it just looks like they like sped it up like one and a half. Oh, yeah. It was just like, hoo, 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 you know, it was just like, went really quick all of a sudden. Whooped his ass really quick, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I probably um, kind of like stop still motion. It, yeah, I think that's how, yeah. 
And he bites in a lot cyanide laced cigarette as was said in the Which oh yeah, okay. I wanted to tell you about like you're a fucking international spy, right? Like you're a fucking spy. And he's like, Let me get a smoke. Like from his pack, bro. Right. Come right. on. And you like I've never run across somebody that's got a cyanide pill on him, I don't think. <laughs> but Everyone in spy movies is running around with cyanide. You should know. Everyone. I, you, should, like, you should know that he's about to take a bite out of that cigarette, right? Sure. That's just me. If I was in James Bond position, I'd be like, sir, you are under arrest. Yeah. You are no. not getting a give cigarette. Give me those cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, give me those cigarettes. Oh, look. One's got fucking cyanide on it. I knew it, son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> and try and kill yourself on me. Uh, another observation. I just like the way that women look after him. And all these, like, I watched From Russia With Love 2 recently, and it's just like, all the women are just, like, at one point there's the woman at the front desk, right? And he walks away, and she's just got these eyes, where, and then, oh, like, they, yeah. they trail down. They're like, constantly. Imagine, they're just, constantly every time he walks away, a woman's just like, oh, James Bond. Which is just funny, like, I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch Dirty Work with Norman Cohn? No. Take my... HBO login and I'll just take go your home and watch HBO it. Login, yeah, because it because it's leaving HBO in seven days. Oh shit! Uh, but it's Norm Macdonald, Artie Lang, Chevy Chase is in it for like a little bit. But he he's like he's talking about. So you like this girl, huh? No. He's like you only say no like that when you're lying. He goes no. He was like, what about that time? Blah blah blah. blah. No. He's like okay. Remember that time you thought you said that you could see why women find Sean Connery attractive? No. <laughs> like, all right, I like her. This is funny, uh, but yeah, he was creepy as shit in this movie. Sean right? Connery's a fucking creep. Creepy as shit. It's so fucking funny. He's like, I've been watching you. <laughs> over in the bushes. <laughs> you look ravishing. I'm hungry. <laughs> Well, he gets with that girl in the, uh, you know, up in the mountains, and she, you know, then they're, immediately they're sitting in bed after, and you just your 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 video your your perspective of him is him on the bed smoking a cigarette. From the he's like, yeah, it's... And he's, yeah, up from the mirror, and he's like, "I'm hungry." Without missing a beat, <laughs> without missing a beat, it goes from it goes from him and the girl making out on the bed. A long fucking embrace. It's not a kiss. It's like a long ass fucking embrace. They, of course, they the just, fade out because they, they fall back on the bed. Like, as they're falling back, it fades. Cut to Sean Connery's face in a mirror. I'm hungry. That's, that's exactly <laughs> the pacing of it, too. It is five seconds of them fucking face touching for like yeah. five seconds. Fade to black. I'm hungry. <laughs> Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're yeah, ahead yeah. Of ourselves. yeah. You're it's right. Just, it's fucking guy, man. So we're. Uh, it's got to be pretty hot walking around in a suit in Jamaica. That's what I was asking, man. I don't know if they have like he because he has to be issued sunscreen or something. Yeah, he is, and he's pale as shit. I mean, he's tan, but like you know, he's, sure. he's white, you know, and yeah, I get sunburned like a son of a bitch. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's from he's from fucking Great Britain or wherever he's from. He's English, yeah. so I mean. No, you're not in Kansas anymore, bro. <laughs> Never was. <laughs> um, he gets a tarantula put in his bed. I love the way that the music followed the action oh, of that scene. Slowly yeah. builds up as the tarantula gets closer. And then he flips it off the bed. And then all the music just like, 
the crescendos with each shoe slam. Yeah, the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty incredible. Him fighting that spider. <laughs> I wasn't saying it was a girl. I just, I like, that's a thing in old movies you notice a lot is like music has to follow. Like, obviously there's soundtracks in movies now, but like the music like always has to follow exactly what's going on. Yeah, but I, mean, like, I mean, not always, but a lot of times in those old movies, the music is like always like right with the. Who was the composer? Because this is all, it's all original. Who's the, like, who's the, who's the, who composed for James Bond, Dr. No? Because obviously the bump, 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 bump. Doctor No Music composed by John Barry Monty Norman. Monty Monty Norman. Like that's iconic. Yeah, yeah. Right, and that's the same guy I would think who is who put in the shoe slamming noises. Yeah, I mean that that same dude is the you know. Back, I'm not gonna. This is a general. This is a very general statement that I have no. I don't know if it's true or not. Not married to it. I'm not married to it. But yeah. I would think that nowadays the type of composers, if there even are still composers for like movies, are fucking not even close to the caliber they were back in the 1960s. Like, or I would say 1960s. Well, I think you like, literally, if I had to guess, had to be. An actual composer in the 60s. Right. Right? Like, you Top had to have, like, game. a fucking orchestra and everything. Top of your game. Right? Like, uh, like just to go back to the Star Wars point, what the fuck's his name? George... George Lucas? Not George Lucas, but the guy who composed Star Wars. Oh, was there, like, a... Okay. John Williams something? John Williams? I think it's John Williams. But, he created, I mean, without... John Towner Williams. Yeah. 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 Without his incredible fucking composing skills, we probably wouldn't have the same kind of emotional right. hold. But Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like fucking Like that elaborate like start to the It's a fucking epic, dude. You're like, oh yeah. shit. I'm here for a fucking wild ride. And then you get over James Bond. That's a spy movie, dude. What's he going to do? Is he going to fuck her? I'm hungry. Is he going to kill her? Is he going to kill that guy? I'm hungry. Did he get captured again? I'm hungry. It's fucking... It sets the tone, man. The tone for this movie was set from the beginning. Like that opening... That opening scene just sets the tone with the music and everything. Now you go and fucking see a movie and in the first two minutes you get fucking radioactive by Magic Dragons and I'm sitting there, you know, I mean, I've heard the song a million goddamn times but this, right. li this licensed song, I fucking, this reminds me of like driving down the fucking highway, not an opening scene you know, on a fucking... Reminds me of that you know time I, mean? I saw Magic Dragons and I was like, fuck these guys. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of... I'd rather be original. I can't wait music until they're done and the, the the next band comes. I would on. much rather yeah. have original music in films. Yeah, like original scores. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, there's certain. I mean, the right song, the right song will hit very well. Right, right. But yeah, like I think worst example of that you ever seen Suicide Squad. 
Which one? The older like the, the like, suit, like the fucking new one with. Uh, oh, I didn't Joker see the brand or, new one, no. But I saw Smith. the. Uh, oh, okay, that's actually the older one because they made a new Suicide Squad. Okay, I did not see the new one. Yeah, I didn't see the new one the either. Old one. I saw the old. Yeah. Dude, there's literally like 15 licensed songs in the first 30, like 30 minutes. Right. It's just overboard. It's like I can't. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. This is. I feel like I'm playing my MP3 player and. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just kind I of... I do, yeah. Corn. I think what... I mean, now granted, I haven't, like, researched this. I wasn't prepared for the composer uh, conversation going into this, surprisingly. <laughs> but, like, the like the only, like, composer I know of, a guy that just does music for movies, is, like, like Brian Tyler. Okay. I never like, heard the, of the only thing I remember is he did uh, Tokyo Drift. Mm. And I remember that because when I watched that movie when I was... I don't know. I don't know what movie, what year that came out. Dude, we were probably like 10, I know I we was probably ten years young. Old. Yeah. yeah, I remember like wanting the song on on my iPod. There was I remember what it's called. Still, it was Mustang Nismo. I think is what it was okay. called. Yeah, something okay. And it's just when they you, you remember that movie, right? They maybe, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Movie. They like fix up this old Mustang because they got a race, yes. right? Yeah, okay. And you know, it's like. They pull out the Mustang. It's all shiny and, you know, fixed up, yeah. right? And it's like... So it was all original, though? Like, it wasn't... Like, I, I mean, I don't know if it was all original, but, like, I know that that wasn't, like, from another song. That was just a... Like, I think that was composed by him. You know, so I, I don't know how much he does, but, like... I'd have to look more into that. Yeah, so, like, I could yeah. be giving him all this credit, and he might just, like, have that one thing for that one movie, and, like, all the rest of his shit sucks. Sweet but I'm also riff. not going to say that, you know, he isn't an awesome composer. I don't know. I need to do my yeah, exactly. research. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. You set the tone right for me with some music. The fucking, the sound. If the sound's good, I don't, you know, I don't care what it is. You know what I mean? I do care about what it is. You know what I mean? But Ever hit the, the, the sinker by accident? You oh, scare the shit out of yourself? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I just did. Um, <laughs> anyway, by so, the way, assassination by tarantula. Very, uh, <laughs> very fucking a lot of moving parts. That's very, you've got like, what if it doesn't bite you? As in this case, in this case it, where it, it just crawls target. on his arm, it got to the and target. then it's like, oh, I'm gonna crawl on the pillow, yeah. and then he just flips it off the bed and boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you kind of, I feel like if you just shot him, it'd be a little well, messier, but. And you remember, it's the, you know, two of the three blind guys are, well, you know, quote, blind guys, right? But they're outside the hotel that night, and they're watching him get out of the car. A truck passes by, and they're going, whoa, right. And then he walks in, they miss him. And then, you know, uh, whatever his fucking name was, Dent, you know, tells Dr. No, like, our attempts failed. It was like, oh, were you not allowed to try again? Like, yeah, like, like, you only get one shot. If you don't get him, <laughs> that's it. Don't talk to me ever again. You're dead to me. You, you run such a risk even fucking bringing a spider into the goddamn situation. <laughs> so fucking Because, like, when, you already tried to shoot him, bro. You already tried to shoot <laughs> just him. Just try again. Just try again. <laughs> Walk in there and fucking shoot him. And then, yeah, when the tarantula doesn't work. That's really try to fucking, am- in what planet does that work? When you're just like, where you, where did you place it? You that's, placed it. Cause that's a prank. You had to like, yeah, it's a prank, bro. You, you place the spider down and say, "Go kill my motherfucker," and fucking, 
And by some grace of fucking God, it crawls onto the bed, onto the victim, and just doesn't bite him. <laughs> I'm gonna crawl off you. Innocent fucking spider, mutilated. Right. Got murdered. So their next attempt is like they try to uh, try to get him in the in the mountains. Right. There's yeah. a car behind him. Love an old car scene from an old movie. A lot of driving in front of a green screen. A lot yeah. of a lot of oversteering on the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the wrong direction. And then like a lot of like this had the same curve in the road that they just had like four different not an exaggeration. Action shots Not on. an exaggeration. They literally mm-hmm. just came around the same literally bed turned four on the times. same road. Um, there was like three or four times. Yeah. It looked good though. It looked. I mean, it that looked seamless. They're, they they <laughs> I think they really nailed coming around that bend. They did. They you know? really did. As many times as they did it, I think they really figured out how to come around the bend. Real quick, not to get us off the rails, but did we are we past the part that is definitely a blooper? <laughs> You know what scene I'm talking about, right? The scene yeah. where they're at, uh, they're at like carnival or something. They're at a party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, go, yeah, the yeah, girl, yeah. The lady, we passed it, but go ahead. So, yeah. so, all right. So it's Bond, uh, Quarrel, and the head of the CIA. Uh, Felix the Leiter. CIA affiliate. What was his name? Felix Leiter. Felix Leiter. Okay. Yeah. So it's Felix. Oh, you know, Felix. Felix. So Felix and fucking Bond and Quarrel all, all sitting there talking shit about how they're spies. Some lady walks up and takes a picture of them. The and same lady that tried to take photos at the airport okay. earlier. I didn't. I didn't put two and two together there. So it's the same lady from the first time taking pictures, which we didn't talk about. He's getting his fucking picture taken all the time. Yeah. Like he's a he's a fucking he's a fucking rock star. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so she takes a photo. Bond says, "Quarrel, get her." Quarrel runs over and grabs her up real quick, throws her down, being over aggressive, and Bond and Felix are questioning her. Why are you taking photos? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. And she's, so she's, and she's getting immediately really defensive and yelling. For some reason, through all this yelling and shit, this is where the blooper is. She grabs, it looks like a Fabergé egg, but I'm pretty sure it's a water bottle or a glass bottle or some shit. If I had to guess, it's maybe like a bulb from a camera. But you see that. Like maybe it was like another oh, bulb yeah, from yeah. a camera possibly. Okay, Although yeah. it was kind of like speckled glass, so I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it, it was like, like a burnt like out camera bulb or something. Yeah, I don't know. It, was a, it wasn't a bottle. Right, right, right. It wasn't a bottle. It was a small piece of glass that became even smaller once she smashed it against the table. Yeah. So she has like the base of the thing and like her, she's kind of monkey pawing it. <laughs> Rubs it against the dude's face. Just scratches him. Scratches him. And I shit you not, the actor who plays Quarrel smiles the whole time and says, What do you think? Should I break her arm? (laughs) Just like that. No accent. We ain't getting nothing out of this guy. (laughs) Like, you want me to break her arm? He 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 just literally, like, rubs his face and just sees the blood. And it's, like, definitely red paint. Like, it was, like, this bright red. His whole hand is fucking bleeding. (laughs) Yeah. There's blood all over his hand, and he's smiling. At Bond. Like, should I break her arm? You wants me to break her arm? <laughs> anyway, so back to the fucking spider. We're past, uh... Yeah, past the translator, old car chase scenes. Um, gotta love a Bond quote. Because Bond always has the classic lines. Like, he always just has to have some pun or whatever. He's like, where do you think they're heading? Like, I think they're on their way to a funeral. And the car oh, falls yeah. down, explodes. And, like, probably... If it's not a movie, definitely starts a forest fire. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's definitely 
most of the island is going up in flames. <laughs> that is, it was an inferno for sure. By the way, she gives him these these like very like elaborate instructions, and I guess we just don't live in the day where you had to remember instructions. Oh fuck yeah! But she's like, go over the mountain, go about you know this far, and then there's a concrete company. Go up the hill until you turn left. She says this. I don't remember exactly, obviously, but I remember the last part. She says, "There'll be a hill. You'll go over the hill and under the hill, or you'll go over the hill and up to the other side of the hill. And two miles past that, you'll take a left. Two miles past the the bottom of the hill is the first part of the hill. And I know this hill is not just do 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 do. No, it's fucking like we're going probably like a quarter mile over this thing. Yeah. Uh, my GPS says I'm fucking miles from your house right now. No, but yeah, I I think it honestly. Look, it's like, I, dude, if somebody, if, the, if somebody didn't have an address and they're like, okay, you're gonna go, and like I'm like, I'm lost, dude. I'm not I coming. Just, my, I'm not coming. I don't want to blame my ADD. I don't know if that, that's even something I got, but I I'd like to think that I've lost a hundred percent of what the fuck you're saying the second you go. Okay, so it's two streets up and left. I'm gonna go. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google it because old. I'm not gonna say old people. This. The senior citizens. People that didn't have GPS. People that didn't have you know, GPS. They had to remember they that will kind try, of thing. They'll even now will try to tell me like how to get somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just down 315, like, going 762, and up, yeah. up 37. And down, got to go fucking around the jungle. It's like. Like, I, I can't even listen to you. I can't. No, like, this conversation shouldn't exist anymore. No. No. <laughs> like, I know you know how to use MapQuest at least. You right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's no. I don't yeah. know. Maybe Remember, I'm like, spoiled, but I can't, I can't imagine, like you, you know, in like older movies, it's like you know the people get lost and they're like ask the stranger for directions. I can't imagine. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't be able to trust like, this person. And I'm like, and yeah, like, what if they just like are like, in the, you in know, would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tell them the exact opposite way yeah, to that'd go. Be funny. Yeah. Fucking, you walk up to some guy on the street, like, hey, man, like, I'm trying to find you. He's like, oh, you, that's actually, check this out, just go, like, six miles that way. Yeah. yeah I, six miles that way. Actually, dude, it's kind of like an Atlantis-style joint. you got to <laughs> drive your fucking car in that pond. Yeah. I swear to God. I swear to God. You're not being serious. I'm not. Go I, fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I would just give wrong instructions all the time, and then, like, go tell my friends, like, dude. This guy the other day asked me, me, for instructions. <laughs> I told him to go six miles the other way and go fuck his mother. <laughs> I was actually thinking uh, when that scene was going on, because James Bond obviously kind of has his own superpowers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He's a super spy, right? Super spy, Super yeah. spy, you know what I mean? So I was kind of thinking during that scene that he has like the superpower of like a good attention, like being able to pay attention well. Sure. Like, I, that's definitely not a superpower of mine. Like, Well, it's definitely a... Gen- I, I do think... I do stick to the guns of, like... It's definitely a generation thing. Yeah. Like, because, like, I've had, like, older bosses and shit be like... Be like, no, 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 it's real simple, dude. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Do you have an address? Because I'm not going to remember a goddamn thing you say. <laughs> I'm going to remember the first sentence. Right. And then it's all going to go, like... Like, that's my memory now. Once I've learned where... Like landmarks are in the city. Sure. Like I could get like if you tell me like okay you just you take seventy east across the city I can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean absolutely. But if I'm in fucking if I'm on the east side of the city trying to get back to the west side of the city, don't you fucking dare tell me 
how to get there. Because yeah. it's probably not going to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You take 670 West to 670 West, and then 670 West turns back into 70 West, and then you're going to take 315 North. And I would just give me a fucking address, guy. Can you just give me an address, please? <laughs> um, okay, so there's the continu- continuity issue on the beach. Now, so they go to a beach, obviously. We read the plot. We're not, we're yeah, not going to worry yeah, about establishing every time. They go to Crab Key. Yeah. Find Honey Rider. He's a fucking creep when he... Creepy as... He, he just, just starts singing night, her song. He just spent a night on the beach. Wakes up, and the first thing he sees is pretty much a mermaid. Yeah. Like, she's in a full bikini, but has a knife on her side. Is this a brother we're out now? Yeah. Where are we? <laughs> uh, yeah, he just starts serenading her with some fucking... Well, clip. she's singing the stupid man. There's one... There's a There's a song that goes through, like, pretty much this whole movie. When they're in the club with the photo lady, you know, there's this, like, mango, banana, over <laughs> you know, it's some fruit song. Apparently they dance to a Jamaica like Mad Men because there's this dude that looks like cracked like out, fucking just dancing as hard as he can yeah, with these wide song. eyes. And <laughs> so I think she's singing the same fucking song, and then he's he's like watching her oh, like a creep leaning against the tree, and then he like just sings like some oh. under the tree with my honey, and she's like, "Who's that?" It is. It's just. It is hard to watch he's an incredible creep in this movie and none of the women can resist him and it's just so fucking hilarious i think that i mean i'd like to think today's standards are a lot higher for fucking how this movie's canceled if it's today this movie is fucking canceled because he it is borderline fucking creepy yeah the shit but none of the women can resist him it's it's hilarious i mean he's a good looking guy i guess He's, a good, he's got the accent and shit. I mean, you can see how Sean Connery would be attractive to women, right? I mean, no! <laughs> uh, so there's a continuity issue. There's one camera angle of them talking. It's like, you know, the big beach, right? And they're at least 50 feet out from the trees and shit. And then camera angle turns the other way, you know, not facing the ocean. And all of a sudden, they're like 10 feet from some trees. Oh. And then there's definitely a dude like squatting out of the shot. Because there's this object moving, like probably like waist height. It's his fucking for hat. Her. It's the dude's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for like, sure. Like, some dude's like trying to like squat out of the scene, definitely. Like, look, I, I wrote down that it's like right around uh, an hour four and 35 seconds. I wrote down, you just see this guy kind of like trying to get out of shot. Yeah. It didn't work. And then for whatever reason, they're just like, yeah, leave it. <laughs> so, uh, they wrapped on that one. Uh, then they're talking in the woods. And he's like, talking about Dr. No. She's like, I'm pretty sure he killed my father. James goes, what do you mean by that? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he killed my fucking father. Yeah. Like, what? Like, why question that? For I don't know. It's such an odd question. Pretty sure he killed my dad. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's like, if you told me your your dad was dead, I'm like, oh, what do you mean? I mean, he's fucking dead, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so they confront what all the uh, the village people, uh, can, um, the, the, lo- the locals the lo- refer to as the, the dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which by the way... They, they, 
they did a, I don't want to say they did a good job at this because I don't know if this was even intentional, but she is a fucking airhead. Honey, oh, yeah. Honey Rider, she is, because yeah. you're presented, she's supposed to be a fucking, a shell hunter, right? She like yeah. dives down with her knife and fucking fights shells or whatever. Fights shells. But she, yeah. <laughs> the way she speaks. She's a shell fighter. Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> but the way she speaks, she's just, she's really not, I don't know. I, she's not I smart. Wanna, I, she's not smart. She's well, and she says smart. to James, she's like, I didn't go, we didn't need school. We had an encyclopedia. Yeah. I started on A when I was eight, and now I'm to T. Right, so, so like, do like, math. I mean, like, we're, you're, you're fucking, you're, you yeah, probably could have finished this a long time ago. Is it ago. one letter a year? Like, how old is this girl? Like, right. like she maybe yeah. knock out a couple letters a year? Is she, like, 18? Right. So, like, like she, is this, I'm pretty sure they don't are teach we borderline like, pedophilia here? What's going on, James? I, I'm pretty sure they don't teach you, like, arithmetic in the fucking encyclopedia. Right. I'm sure she knows what arithmetic is. She's like, like, I probably know more than you. She's like, like, I know what one plus one is, but I don't know how to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, she's pretty dumb, and pretty she, dumb. then you have Quarrel, Quarrel sitting there is... bouncing off of her, who's got every time he's in the scene, he's pointing the gun right at James <laughs> right Bond, right at him, right at James Bond. He crawls towards him at one point, <laughs> like finger on the trigger, finger. Dude, just finger crawled. I swear him. to God, you go back and watch this. He's pulling the fucking trigger. <laughs> he is. It's held in. Yeah. It's not a hair trigger. It's the opposite of a hair trigger. It's like you have to pull this thing all the way in. He's like, oh, it, it won't shoot. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, then they're sitting there talking, and the gun's just pointed at her belly the whole, whole time. time. Whole time. But they're best friends, apparently. It's, yeah, it's great. But them bouncing off each other, talking about this fucking dragon, and then James Bond being like, there's no such thing. There's no dragons. such thing as dragons. I'm it hungry. Was, it was hard to fucking watch. It's a good time. So the airboat where the fucking yacht comes And out. he's drinking rum the whole time they're on the boat yeah, coming to the island. He's got this big jar of rum that he just keeps taking drinks out it's, of. It's all and every time he takes a swig, he kind of like looks around. Yeah, it kind of felt a little... I'll be honest, and again, they don't want to look back with these jaded fucking glasses. But sure. it was pretty racist. Hell the yeah. way they kind of portrayed this like bug-eyed dude with, these, with a fucking bottle of rum. Like, yeah. But he's just some... Like, I thought... When they first encountered him, I was like, okay, this guy's going to be, like, you know, part of the squad. But well, no, he got dumber. He got way the dumber. The longer he was on screen. He got way, way dumber the more he was on screen. Or more he was on screen. Like, after that initial scene where he is like, should I break her arm, boss? He he turns into a That's fucking, when it starts. That's when it starts. Because James uh, approaches him at the dock, and he's sitting there, like, painting his boat. Right. And he's just kind of like... He's holding his cards close to the chest, right? For sure. You know, yeah, he's like, he's like, no, nah, uh, no, can't do anything for you, you know. And then, right, he, and then he, you know, like he walks, walks away, the place, and, right? You know, then you know, James Bond walks. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, like this guy's a little bit calculated, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, and then turns out, turns out, no, nah. he's just a fucking, he just a drunk. He's just a drunk, drunk and, with a right. boat. Cool. Well, yeah. So we got the boat out of him. Yeah. So <laughs> a yacht rolls up and unleashes pretty much chaos on the on the beach. Fucking. Like, I'm pretty sure that's against the Geneva Convention, but... Oh, know, for can, sure. We don't need to get into fucking, you know, the laws of war. Let's not get into politics Let's here. Let's not get into politics <laughs> here or anything, but uh, a bunch of unsuspecting people on a beach, I don't think you can unleash machine guns on them. But, so, no one died, though. Says, come out! They fire, <laughs> fire like, a hundred rounds says, on the this beach. this is your last warning, come out! And then they shoot up the yeah. beach, and he goes, all right, 
You're in oh, command yeah. now? Because <laughs> you're in command now? All right, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to come out? We're in. All right, we'll be back in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, I mean. If this is recasted today, Hannibal, yeah, like you said, Hannibal Burris probably plays that guy. Yeah, it's like, he, like, just come on. Hey, hey, can y'all come out? You ain't coming out? You're not coming out? All right. I'm gonna I'm come out. I'm gonna come right. back in a couple hours. We're gonna go get something to eat. Yeah, we'll I'm be go back. Get something to eat, real quick. Yeah. Just uh, don't you go anywhere because I'm gonna be back with my sandwich. <laughs> but when I got my sandwich, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off this boat. If I if I drop one Frito in the water, I'm coming I'm after coming y'all asses. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they. So they 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 confront the dragon. The quote dragon. Well. I think we should talk about how they ran into a radioactive swamp first. I think that's kind of funny. Well, they run into... The, well, yeah, they run <laughs> into the dragon fun- in the radioactive swamp. I think it's kind of funny swamp. that, again, they... I'd like to think that it's a sign of the times that, like, James Bond had no idea, like, how dangerous a radioactive swamp really is. Right. <laughs> like, he's just pretty much, like, in his... He's in his beach bum outfit with his pretty much half-naked girlfriend. And yeah. His drunk fucking... Like, sidekick <laughs> Side or something kid, or yeah. whatever. And they just run right into this fucking swamp. Uh, they they yeah. see the dragon, which we got to talk about this plan of action, by the way. They see the dragon, which was which is a tank. We find out it's a tank with a flamethrower. <laughs> and James Bond says, "You go for the tracks, right?" He tells Quarrel to go for the tracks, right? He said he says when it gets closer, I'll shoot out the lights. You shoot the driver. Mm-hmm. So that's their plan. They're gonna they're gonna fucking wait for the tank to get close, which is a fucking flamethrower on it. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. They're going to shoot the fucking headlights out for whatever fucking reason. And yeah. then Quarrel's going to shoot the driver. The drunk fucking pirate is going to shoot the driver. He's, he's extremely flammable, by the way. Yeah, extremely flammable. <laughs> so James Bond, I thought he was a super spy. He fucking misses like the first four shots. I know we got to fucking increase the tension or whatever, but. Yeah. Finally gets one headlight. Finally gets a fucking headlight before Quarrel gets literally burned. Quarrel uh, makes no contact. Oh, yeah, no, no, he just and again doesn't know how to shoot a fucking gun. And no plan of action. Obviously, the driver's not just like out in the open, right? You know, so Quarrel dies because of fucking James Bond's negligence. <laughs> fucking literally just negligence. <laughs> I swear. Now that this is all starting to click, honestly. <laughs> he is the most reckless spy ever. Uh-huh. He spent the night outside. First thing <laughs> he does when he wakes up, there's a fucking a chick named literally fucking Honey, who's a, a fucking clam fisherman. He's like, hey, you trying to fuck? She just globs onto him. Cool, this is my chick now. Yeah. And he gets his sidekick killed. All within the course of like 12 hours. Yeah. Unfazed. Gets captured. Ah, well, oh well. I'm hungry. <laughs> They get captured. No time for that. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, this, this is good. this is obviously like the last part of the movie where he gets captured by Doctor No. Well, first, real quick. So Quarrel has some trouble with a branch in James's bush, which <laughs> that sounded Uh-oh. weird. Then, <laughs> so that's why. That's not pretty. So then Quarrel moves up to another bush Quirrell, to take cover. Quirrell, oh my god. Because yeah. yeah, Quarrel, oh, you're ravishing my bush. Quarrel, I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, so he moves up to another bush, which is why he gets fried because he's trying you to know, tax he moves the flag forward. Or some yeah, shit. and you know, honey, 
<laughs> jumps oh, up behind yeah. the bush that James is in, and he's like, I told you to stay out of danger. He's like, I was frightened. So you got closer to the danger. She gets like five feet from that tank. Yeah, she's like, oh no, I was, I think, you know, I figured I felt, I felt uh, I was in danger, so I figured right. I'd get closer. Well, it was really hot in that bush, and now this bush is even hotter, which is weird because the <laughs> world's on fire. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm not just, sure. I'm just a fucking shell fisherman. I don't. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I fight shells. <laughs> I fight shells. That's so good. It's like dog fighting, but with fucking. Yeah, you just clang them together. Yeah, just a bunch of clams. <laughs> what shell did you put your money on? <laughs> the one that sounds like an ocean. Um, yeah. So yeah, no. So they get captured by as we've doctor, no. as we've talked about the whole radiation thing. What an interesting way to get rid of radiation. Do you know you could just wash it off? Yeah, Fun fact. Back to, back to the fucking. If de- you're in Chernobyl, scene. Just take a shower. This You'd is be all right. this is where Austin Powers got that whole dick. Like when he wakes up. And he's, like, taking a piss down the conveyor belt, the whole thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's where they, I mean, that's obviously where they got that, you know what I mean? Austin Powers is, like, if you watched James Bond, then watching Austin Powers is just, just comedic gold. That's what I'm thinking, like, for real, though. Because this is an idea. If you go through and watch all these, and then you fucking sit, even if you watch, like, five of these, and then you just watch the Austin Powers, you're gonna be like, this is all fucking good. Because, like, Austin Powers is on its own hilarious. And I've, yes. I've never seen... Oh, this is the first James Bond movie. I mean, I've seen... I've seen... Uh, what's the first Daniel Craig one? Casino Royale. I saw yeah. I saw Casino Royale. And then I've seen this. So, like, I'm, I'm two movies in. And I fucking... I can already tell the nuances that are in Austin Powers. Yeah, like, if you go back movie. and watch Austin Powers, it's just... Yeah. I, that's all. Like, I told you, just, like, the fact great. of, like, an international spy is, like, a fucking oxymoron. Right? Right. So, like... The international spy who everybody knows and loves. Exactly, right. Like, that's fucking an oxymoron in itself. Yeah. So, like, when I'm watching Dr. No, and I'm like, like, how does everyone know who this fucking guy is? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's funny. You know what I mean? So, like, the period... I I think we should uh, cap this whole thing off when we finish World of James Bond. We should watch Austin Powers. Oh, for sure. Review it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. For sure. Uh, Fancy rooms in that place. Are you talking about... Yeah, in like, the yeah, they get captured. They get washed off. You see Honey's boobs just for like a brief second. Yeah, uh, which I they're probably I taped that, up. I it's just that, it's like bad lighting, so like it's really hard to see. Well, I told you about how you could see. This is I, I know I'm not reaching for anything here. I, you can see the full her full fucking nipple. Through oh her, yeah, through her white She's wearing white, a white, white shirt, right? Shirt, yeah. And like I'd like to think that back then. They were just like, eh, because the FCC probably wasn't a thing. Right. They were like, probably like, don't show titties and don't show, like, sex, right? Right. They are like, all right. I think this is the most you see in any of these movies. Because, like, that's the, uh, I think we were, Charles and I were talking about it uh, when we went and saw No Time to Die. Is like, the, the rating has been kept the same through pretty much all of these. Like, you never see, like, a naked chick. Like, if a chick's naked... It's always like you see the like back her side. back, right? Her back, you yeah. know. Leave some room for the imagination. Sure, you know what I mean, right? And I think I think the point is like it is still split. I mean, granted, I, again, I'm reaching. I don't know the intentions of these people yeah. making the movies, but my guess is that uh, you know it's supposed to be kind of like a family, like like a like it's that cool spy movie that the whole family can go see, right? Because they want to keep their audience, I mean, I as know. broad as they can. Because I just yeah. know as a kid. I just love James Bond. 
Right. I mean, so. I don't know if... Listen, this is, again, we don't... This is like an argument. This could be a completely moot fucking argument, but I'd like to think that, like, Mr. Broccoli was, like, trying to throw as much in that he can... Sure. Until somebody was like, no, you can't. <laughs> right. right. Like, you cannot. You, she can't be fully naked. We can't have full... We can't do a full penetration. And all these... Right. <laughs> right. I mean... So, you know what movies don't have <laughs> to quote those, right? So, like... Full penetration. I would, <laughs> I would think that, like... penetration! <laughs> How's that scene go? Oh, he's like... He's a, the, the always sunny thing? He's, you know what movies don't have? Full penetration. <laughs> like... <laughs> He says, uh, he says, he says, and here's the twist. And there is a twist. We show it. We show it all. He's like, full penetration. He's back out solving crimes. Penetration. Solving crimes. Penetration. <laughs> and then the movie just sort of ends. Oh, my God. I love all he's saying. Yeah. But, uh, uh, no, I mean, like, I think James Bond, again, this is my observation from fucking only seeing two, two of them being alive in the 2020s. But, like, yeah. Back then, it probably was like, you know, like, your dad and your mom and dad were like, we're going to watch James Bond. Mm-hmm. And, and then like, oh man, mom and dad like James Bond, you know what I mean? And as you're growing up in the fucking 60s, it's like, James Bond is fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, dun, 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 you know, you're growing up, growing up, growing up. Yeah. And then that same fucking psyche, that, call it mematic, you know what I mean? Because you have your own idea of what James Bond is. You pass that shit on to your kid. Oh, yeah. James Bond's fucking cool, dude. And then they and, watch Doctor right. No, and they're like, "What is this?" Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, fucking, I would like to think that. I think I saw her nipple just there. The FCC probably had something to do with that. I would think like censor laws. Right. Because like, look, if you're not gonna up this to an R rating. In the beginning, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the director. I'm fairly confident that was very fucking like risque for the time. Sure, dude. You saw. I mean, it's very indirect, but like, you, I mean, you have to watch for it. But it's like, oh, like, hey. like. like Dude, they're definitely smashing in every scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then what? what Do you I, think Sean Connery's just banging all the broads that that he's like in the movie? I, with? I don't want to <laughs> even imagine that. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even want to think about that. Right. I, you, you already know that. I mean, you already know back then it wasn't like. Would oh, you like to go to dinner with me? <laughs> I know it was like I have thirteen million. Or I have I have thirteen dollars. Do you want to? Buy some cocaine for a week. <laughs> yeah, you know how Sean Connery is. Yeah, but so the women thing is, I mean, obviously he's like the perfect male, like the thing every male strives to be, right? He gets the girl. He always wins. He's the hero. Exactly. Yeah. Right. The uh, you know the bra- the bra burning crowd will say that it's you know toxic masculinity, and honestly, it, it is. Fucking is. It definitely this, is. Dude, James Bond is one hundred percent. What feminism hates, dude. He's the worst. It's everything that feminism stands he against. Is the fucking like, but even <laughs> I can fucking tell you that this dude is the worst. He's and the worst. He's the worst. I'm like, hungry. He doesn't, he doesn't. But like, you can, you can make that charming, right? You can make yeah. that like, you can spice that up. He's just like he orders women around. He walks around, and he's like, "Would you like to sleep with me? Three o'clock, maybe." Maybe. Oh, I mean, I need a yes or a no. <laughs> right. Uh, three o'clock. I will come and we'll shag and past that I'll leave. Joe Vodka? I'm hungry. Like, he's just... Shake like, and not stir. He's got... He just has a bunch of statements. 
then women <laughs> just walks some... around telling everyone how it's gonna be. Right. And they like, even like, even when he's when he gets captured, and he's like they tell yeah, him to yes. his clothes off, and he's like he's like, something about these cuffs? You uncuff me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like and that's you could say that's you could, okay, yes, he's very toxic. But I think that is what honestly makes like the Sean Connery James Bond is just how he orders everyone around. Yeah. And it's creepy. It's the sixties. He's a white male. Yeah. He's you do as I say. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Coral just got burned in a bush. <laughs> he's like And he's ah. like the guy's like the guy's like, Come out with your hands up or show me your hands. And he brings his hands out, and he's already got them like ready to go, like to be cuffed, and then for some reason they like let him go. They yeah. don't really let him go, but they like kind of like. Let well, they're go telling him. her to come on, right? And yeah. So he turns back he to just, go get her, right? And they just, you know, they kind of rough him up a little bit. But past yeah. that, like, dude, I would have just taken the flamethrower right to him. Like, oh, he showed some resistance. Fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's been, he's been a fucking, a, a fucking thorn in my goddamn paw for how long? Fucking right. kill this guy. At least two days. Right. At least, <laughs> at least two days, man. I can't stop hearing about this guy in fucking Cape Crab or whatever the fuck he's called. Cape Crab. <laughs> um, Alright, anyway, so we're, yeah. we're in the Dr. No's mansion. Well, and you know, the other thing is like... Um, oh, fuck, I forgot. I had something that whole time that I fucking forgot. I'm an idiot. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Bond should pretty much die in every movie. Every Bond movie there is. Like, how many times does he almost die in this movie and just... By some stroke of luck, he doesn't die. Like, the guy is about to shoot him when he's outside the hotel. And they fuck it, and the thing drives by, and they're like, Ah! Right. Guess we can't try again. Like, and like then, he's not, he's, not he's, he's reckless. Like I said earlier, he's a reckless, he's a fucking, like, he endangers Coral. Yeah. He gets Coral killed because of his negligence. He's fucking negligent. Yeah. He's a terrible spy. Almost terrible gets spy. fucking iced, like, multiple times. If it wasn't for the fact of, like, the fact that Cars like, were driving by, he would be dead. Right. Every and when, trip. when Felix discovers him, if Felix was a villain, like Felix could have just walked in and shot him. You know? When he fights Quarrel for the first... Because, you know, everybody, no one knows who he is or whatever. Right. And Felix walks in with the with the pistol. Right, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, like Felix could have just capped him right then. If Felix was a villain. Obviously. Even at he the end of the movie. Yeah, they get captured. The, he's, we're out of gasoline. We're out of fuel. He's like, we're out of fuel. Then in the middle tough. of the, f- in the fucking, they're in the Caribbean Ocean. Yeah. With no fucking fuel. Okay. Here comes a fucking boat. Easily could be any of the fucking spot or fucking people from the island you just blew up. Yeah. Nope. This happens to be my best friend. Right. What are you doing down there, Bond? I'm getting pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pull. I think literally he was like, pull us in the direction. Of where we're supposed to go, and then once we're there, and that's when he lets go of the rope, and then he goes. Right. What's funny is when they run out of fuel, and she's like, "What do we do?" Like, well, we could swim, or she's like, "Or what?" And he's like, "Come here." (laughs) Like, so what's the answer to that? Like, we could just. I'd be like, "Bro, get off! I'm sticky. I'm." I'm bleeding. Get the fuck off of me. Like, we could just, what, fuck till we die? Right. Is that the plan? That guy, I'm sunburned. And then he lets go of the tow rope and it's like, guess the answer is yes. Guess we're just fucking till we die out here in the ocean. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta (laughs) be. Dr. No could have killed him right away. Like, Dr. He poisoned them. That's the downfall. He poisoned them. Yeah. They drank the fucking coffee 
And it was just like, man, it was fucking, uh, it was melatonin. Gotcha. Like, right? Like, that was really, they like... They offer him cigarettes as soon as they get decontaminated. And he just takes And them. he's just like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, yeah. Nice. Is this a Winston? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right. Well, I can't turn down a good cigarette. I can't, I can't turn down a good Yeah, poison the coffee. And, like, that's the... And, <clears throat> like, so we're working on... As we've been going through the movies, we're, like, writing down what I'm calling movie rules. Right? Of just, like, you know... Things in a, like a normal environment would probably happen, you know, X, Y, and Z this way. Right. Right? But, like, it's a movie, so you're not allowed to do that. Like, okay, for example, the villain. The downfall of the villain is rule number whatever, right? It's, uh, I would say, probably number one, right? Rule number one in a movie, the downfall of the villain. You have to explain your entire plan oh, to the hero. Um, yeah, okay. And then don't kill him right away. Let him live. Yes. And then go, huh, what is this? He's foiling our plan. <laughs> no. Stop him at once. There's a, uh. It's as if I should have killed him. There's a fucking, uh, there's a, there's a YouTuber, a YouTube movie reviewer who has it. It's called the ERJB, Evil Robot James, Evil Robot Jeff Bridges. <laughs> evil Robot Jeff Bridges. It's okay. the same concept where like a fucking like, like, he, you know, it's obviously, it's more in, he, he, he. Says like Marvel movies, pretty much, right? Yeah. Like, uh, it's from Iron Man when when Jeff Bridges comes in, he's like an evil robot now, and he's like, "Oh, Iron Man, I hate you!" And he's like, "Why?" <laughs> like, there's not like, so you want to take over the company? Yeah. Like, if you kill me, you're definitely not gonna get the company. <laughs> right. So like, and he, you know, he says, so he'll say in all other movie reviews here, he's like, "Here comes the ERJB." Right, so it's the same. It's the same thing. But you're right. Like Doctor No, there's no reason why I should. There's no fucking, reason he treats. He should treat him to dinner. The nicest hotel stay he's had the entire time he's been in Jamaica. Yeah. It happens to be an underwater dome. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, he's, he knows exactly what he wants to drink. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I would be happy to stay in Doctor No's mansion or whatever. You know, if I oh, was, yeah. if I was to get captured on. Uh, Captain or fucking Lobster Key or whatever. Yeah. I mean, bring me down to the... If I get captured at Red Lobster, yeah. You know, you how he, uh, he talks about how, like, the glass on the outside is, like, 10 meters thick, so that, like, it magnifies the fish. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's obviously, like, they just needed a plot device to fucking figure out why these fish are 500 feet long, like... It's obviously, like, a projection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they couldn't figure out how to make the projection look, like, decent, like, real fish. Yeah. It was just these giant fish. Like, fuck. Like, so what do we do? And, like, how about we just write in that the glass on the outside makes these fish giant? Oh, that's super smart. That's good. That's super good. I love right, that. So just, just randomly tell them, like, because that's super fucking, that's what normal people do, right? Like, just, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, the reason why the fish are big is because... <laughs> <laughs> It was, Funny story about that painting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, you see how that painting has like no eyeballs, and there's a person that is definitely behind the painting and is looking at you. It's abstract. It's abstract. Yeah, that's art. It's art. It's, it's art. art. It's art for it's sure. Art. Yeah, it's definitely it's art, art for sure, dude. Don't worry about it. It's art. <laughs> so yeah, then uh, he has dinner with Doctor No, and that was the that was actually the first scene. Actually, the first scene I wanted to fucking fall asleep at. Oh, uh, it's rough. Yeah, it's like he just Doctor No just drones on. He does and on. He does. But, and I didn't listen to a word he said. Like no, I said, it's it hard. Just, he mumbled, and he had that stupid fucking accent. Yeah. 
and I could like that kind of like actually like where where are you from? That's what is that? I mean, even early in the movie, I'm like, where the fuck is James Bond supposed to be from? Like, he doesn't yeah. even sound British. Like, he doesn't even sound fucking British. Yeah. He sounds fucking... He sounds like Sean Connery. He, he sounds, sounds like Sean like... Connery. Yeah. And I don't... Like, is that an American dude? He's American, right? I don't know. Like, uh, for real. I think he's from one. I don't know. I... You know, let's... Where's... where's... What's, the, what's the middle point between America and Great Britain? Like Roanoke Island, the ocean. I think the ocean. <laughs> He's an Atlantan. He's from Atlantis. Where is Sean Connery? I mean, it's probably British. From how to guess? Fountain Bridge, Edinburgh. Yeah, that's United British. Kingdom. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I guess he's British. I mean, he doesn't sound fucking British. Dude, and then Doctor No definitely doesn't Scotland. sound like what I would think a German Chinese guy sounds like. He was the eldest of two sons, born in Edinburgh, Scotland, to Joseph and. Wow, check out his mom's name. Euphamia. What? E-U-P-H-A-M-I-A. Euphamia Connery. Wow. That's fucking cool. Euphamia Connery. What a name. That's fucking sweet. If I ever have a daughter. Euphamia? Euphamia. Your name's what? Dude, that sounds like... Call her like Yui. Yeah. It's like naming your kid like Famous. What's your kid's name? Oh, my baby's name's Famous. Really? Oh, she Famous. Is no, she? what's her name though? <laughs> yeah, like right, like yeah. Okay, what's her name? All right. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. Um, so like, uh, so Doctor No captures them, treats them to a nice dinner, doesn't treat them like, treats them like apps, like treats them like guests. Yeah. And then, just kind of what, like puts them in the jail. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, so he expects Bond to do what? Like, just hang out. Like Doctor No is like. Pretty much like I'm gonna kill you, right? He's basically like I'm doing this. There's nothing you can do to stop me. If right. you're not gonna join Spectre, then yeah, okay. you're in jail now. Right. So then James Bond's like, don't don't involve her. Yeah. And then the second that he says that, they immediately involve her. Right. And he's like, take her. I don't want her. And yeah. she's like, what? Yeah. And ja- again, James Bond being the fucking misogynist dick he is is just like I don't want her. Give her giving orders <laughs> to like people that are not. He's like, take her away from. Take her me. away. Take I her away. Her. I don't want her near me. <laughs> and then she gets taken and then he immediately gets clobbered right he immediately yeah. starts getting beat up by the guy with the tie yeah they say uh, they say beat him up some more I'll yeah. be back from later so yeah and all that I was, clean, I, was, my quarters. I was fucking pretty much just in a fucking stupor because of all Dr. Nurse talking so I didn't really catch all that but yeah in the movie you know and all this happens very fast like and then this literally the scene after that is when he goes into the... He finds a way out of the vent. He finds a way through the vent out of his room. Uh, beats I really up a don't, guy with I don't a... want to believe that somehow the air vent is connected to the sewer. I, I, I don't want to either. I don't even want to get into that. It's just one of those things. I want to talk to an engineer because that is, that's got to be one of the most ridiculous things. It is. He goes through the air vent, crawling through the air vent, and then there's just a long pipe. And he fucking scales it. And he's in a sewer now. Yeah. Cool. Good times. Good times. I yeah. mean, what are you in a fucking submarine? <laughs> I don't get it. And then back to the air vent somehow. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes. And he. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's, it, it, it's from the sixties. Like I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to kill it. You know what I mean? It was fucking entertaining. It's murdered. We're just, we're just, there's, it's dead on the floor. And we're, we just keep firing rounds into it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to beat a dead horror or anything, but. Right. 
I don't want to beat a dead whore. I don't want to beat a dead whore. I already beat her while she. <laughs> I already beat her while she was alive. Oh shit! I don't want to beat a dead whore. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery's voice. I only, I only beat. I only beat live whores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so he he pretty much sends her away, and she immediately gets captured. Yeah. Uh, Let, let's just get to the fucking, like, pretty much the ending, dude. So, like, he... The nuclear reactor uh, powers uh, some radio waves that they're using to interfere with rockets, as, Which we, I feel as like was said in the uh, summary. This is, by the way, where I think they got the Dr. Evil, like, world domination thing from, because you're not going to dominate the world with fucking radio waves. <laughs> like, you need some big weapons. And, like, trying to fuck up a rocket launch is minor. Yeah. In the whole scheme of things. That's like, great. And, you know what I mean? And people are dying for this cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how it also powers Dr. was like, one million dollars. Yeah. It's like, that's it's like that's not a lot of money. Like, you're Talk not, to you, evil! Let's <laughs> <laughs> just laugh at him and tell him why it's ridiculous. Right. Like, Dr. No, I feel like if, I feel like if you really thought about that idea he would be like, fuck, like, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, just... I've got a nuclear, you've got a fucking nuclear power reactor, and you're using it to power radio waves to yeah. fuck up a radio transmission? Right. So they fuck up a rocket launch. Yep. That's it. It's a good time. Okay. And then, so he, he takes the power of the nuclear reactor up way too high. Which, which, granted, we went over all this in the summary. But, um, I think we need to really do the, the set is perfect because it's just a it's a fucking it's a meter that says like danger level because I don't think, yeah, yeah yeah I don't think I'm I'm I'm, I'm I really want to believe again Mr. Broccoli was sitting there and he films the scene with like some like scientific mumbo jumbo yeah. and then some guy is like huh no I don't, what the fuck does that mean <laughs> and he's like what do you mean he's like no that I don't know what the fuck that means what is he oh so okay and then he just puts like that he puts like Peter Griffin's yeah, on the yeah. side and apparently he puts, like, power like, level. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we'll do this one. And he's like, and the guy's still like, no, power level. What the fuck is the power level? I don't know what the fuck that is. He's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Danger meter. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I like that. Danger ah, meter. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. Cheryl, what do you think? Yeah, danger meter. You like that, Cheryl? I like that. And then he's like, okay. And then he just cranks that shit. Just going. Cranks that shit. I like how the power or the danger meter corresponds directly with how much power is being pumped into this nuclear power reactor. Yeah. What, there's no fucking, f- like a, a fucking full safe system or. <laughs> no, it's just like, oh, I'm a, I like the can sound I click too. The power to self destruct. I'm gonna click the self destruct button. Yeah, is there, thing. yeah. Is there a self destruct Every good system needs a self destruct button. You know, so, things we don't want to self destruct, so it needs a self destruct button. Immediately presses the self destruct button. The scientist who's standing right next to him, who's supposed to be, I would think, the fucking checks and balances guy, yeah. is like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey buddy, hey, hey, hey. James Bond immediately, bam, kicks him right into the boiling water. Fuck you. Yeah. And here comes Dr. No, ready to meet With his, his robot arms. Which I thought their fight would be a lot cooler, because they spent, he's, there's more, they spent more time showing you the fucking chase scene through the mountains. <laughs> Than they did actually they showing did you the, Dr. No. The, the big fight scene of the movie. Dude, yeah. he literally runs up, punches... Dude, punches the shit out of James Bond with his robot hands. By yeah. The way. So I'm like, dude, how's this guy not knocked out? <laughs> dead? 
beats the shit out of James Bond for a minute. Somehow James Bond fucking flips him over the bar. They land on a platform together. It drops. It drops. And then he just kind of kicks Dr. No in all slow. and Yeah, and he starts climbing up. Dr. No's trying to climb his way out. But he's got those robot arms, and they don't have great fingers. He can't grip. And so he's just scratching the pole, and he boils his greatest, alive. His greatest blessing was his greatest curse. Exactly. Oh, my God. I just found I just found the poetry in James Bond. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Dr. No was... If I had to give, if I had to give Dr. No the character, if I had to give the character of Dr. No a rating, yeah. he's like a full villain, dude, he's like a four out of ten. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, because they could have done so much more cool shit with him. Robot hands. Robot hands. Like, he's pretty much like a super... He's a super villain. And you just give him a shitty German accent and fucking... <laughs> I have robot arms. I specialize in radio waves. Right. Like, you're not... <laughs> like, that's... You could do so much more with that character. Oh, yeah. Like, a super genius, super robot villain guy that specializes in a fucking... Cell, uh, he's, he's pretty much a cell phone tower operator. <laughs> and, like, he's not... Yeah. I don't know. He's not... It's like, good... It's know. great. It's great. It's a good movie, man. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was fun to make fun of. That's for sure. Like so, not, I don't want to make it seem like I'm making fun. Of it. You know what I mean? I'm still making fun of it. But look, like, I appreciate. I'm sure movie. it was awesome in '62. Exactly. Like I, I mean, obviously it was. It you know made 59 times the amount of money that they put into that it. That is in whatever textbook you're looking at a success. Fantastic success. Tyler, what would you give this? Uh, what would you give this movie one through ten? One through is, ten. If this is a good, if, I mean, granted, we usually you're, do I'm out of five with eggplants or whatever, but you know, would you do five? Right, would you do five? Whatever, let's do five. Right, my bad. I mean, obviously, it doesn't hold up well, time I'm saying, wise. Like, watching experience, but it, oh, watching experience. Like I mean, for you, like I'm not saying like review the movie from like a fucking. Like, a watchability of things like, is way more important than, like, what the fuck they actually did in that movie. Right. I mean, is it... Okay. I guess we're just talking from the perspective we're at now, in 2022. Yeah, because I'm not... Right, like, is this a watchable now. movie? Are most people going to be able to sit down and watch this movie? Yes. That's my question. Like, That's my question. No. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's probably, like, definitely a one out of five. As far what? as, like, is it a great movie anymore? Are you no. serious? A in one 60, out of five? In 62, I'm sure it was, like, a great movie. Tyler. What? But, like... Dude, I would at least give this, like, a three out of five. Yeah? Hell yeah. Okay. Are you serious? Like, I, I don't want to watch a, it again. It was hilarious. I would watch that watch movie all again. The old, okay. I would watch that movie again. Now, I would probably skip some parts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll watch the clips on. I'll watch the clips online to make fun of it. You know. Yeah, but like, I could appreciate it for it was the first James Bond movie, and it set the tone for. I mean, I guess it's hypocritical of me to say I wouldn't watch it again because I watched it twice to get my notes, and I obviously watched it in the past, and it's like, it like yeah, like you said. I mean, obviously it is like classic Bond movie. It was very entertaining. first. I don't care if it's me going, wow, James Bond is so cool, or like, wow, James Bond is so corny, because guess what? James Bond is both of those things, and it's yeah. always been James Bond is corny and cool. You're right. right. And 
that's kind of the reason why I never watched it because I'm like, this guy's corny as fuck. Right. But after watching Doctor No, I'm like kind of excited to watch the other ones because like, okay. it's I can work with it. It's corny and cool. Three out of five. Corny I mean, cool. obviously, I love James Bond the character because I own all the movies except the one that just came out in theaters. Yeah. Um, all right, but so like, if we're talking as compared to the rest of the series, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's low on the... It's low on the... I whole. mean, I guess it gets respect for, you know, the fact that it is the first, the, the, you know... Would you... Would you... <clears throat> would you say that you respect something, you give a one out of five? I would say that... I think you can... I think you can realize that something's better. It's like when a quarterback... Not to go all sports on you, but it's like when a quarterback... Like Ben Roethlisberger this season. Who's that? Steelers quarterback for many years, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, for a little while there, yeah. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger this season played like dog shit. His arms pretty much like just not what he used to be. He's just not a good quarterback. He just doesn't have it anymore. I can sit here and go, dude, that guy's a one out of five quarterback this year, and still respect Ben Roethlisberger. As the quarterback he used to be. You know? I can still sit back and go, that guy's going in the Hall of Fame this year. You know? But 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 Dr. Knows a film. It's timeless. Right, it's- and what I'm telling you is, so like like I said, in 62, I'm sure this movie is fantastic. Let's use the Ben Roethlisberger. In 1962, well, Ben Roethlisberger would have been the best fucking quarterback in the world. Right. Because he's a fucking, he's a goddamn powerhouse. Right. But to today's standards, Ben Roethlisberger is a one out of five, right? right. I see what you're well, saying. I the, see what you're the saying. progression of Dr. No is like the progression of Ben Roethlisberger, right? <laughs> Just in the way that, you know, Dr. No, you're at the time, no, <laughs> Dr. No at the time kicks ass. Yeah. It's the first, like, major James Bond movie, you know, based then on those novels, right? he starts right? to get fat, loses his and, arm. Well, the difference is, as time goes on, Dr. No is the exact same, but... The traits start falling off because of the times progressing, uh, you know. So it's not. That's not. I mean, that's not. Doctor, Doctor No itself doesn't change, but the times make it seems as if Doctor No is different. If someone watches Doctor No in '62 when they're like 20 years old, they're like, "That was sweet," right? Of course, I don't know how you talked in '62. Oh yes, I liked that movie. That I don't, movie, I don't that know. Movie made me hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's go get something to eat. No, but then, you know, then that guy is, you know, he's, he's, he's 60 now, you know, in, uh, in 2002 and he goes back and watches that and he's like, oh, all right. I don't know. I liked old cinema. You know, you had to move the, you had to move the plot of a movie along by talking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and granted, you still have a lot of exposition. Right. Oh, so much fucking exposition. But what I'm saying is I can give it a 1 out of 5 and still go, look, watch the movie. It's the first James Bond ever. You know? And, yeah. I think and out tell of 5. Tell me what you of, guys I think. I think out of, out of 5 is a little limiting. Uh, if I had to... If I had All right, go 10. If I'm going 10, it's 5 out of 10. Okay. But it's, but it's 3 out of 5. All right. That's where I'm at, like, on that whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's got to be like below 50% five. for me. 5.6 5. out, out of 10. 10. So 5.6 like, out of 10. I'm saying 3 to 4 if we're going out of 10. Okay. All right. Yeah, like, I would... Okay, out of, like I feel like that is more like one out of ten, one out of five. I'm like, God, like that just seems it's rough. It sounds yeah. mean. You know what I mean? It does. 
But three out of five, or three out of ten. But I still absolutely have respect for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, my final take is uh, still corny, still cool. Yeah. So Look, James Bond's always cool. Tell us what you think. Content Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. At Content Crisis 1 on Twitter. And uh, we'll be back. From Russia with love. And, you know, whatever's on this week when you hear this. Goodbye.